Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Episode 36 of Believe in Betting LA. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can find me on Twitter at smaxwell713. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Lewert. You can find him on Twitter, Lou Mandingo Rock. And I've realized this whole time, Chris, when I say Lou Mandingo, I feel like people should be able to spell it. But it's kind of a difficult word to spell out. So I'm going to spell it out for everyone here. L-E-W-M-A-N-D-I-N-G-O-R-O-C-K. So that's Lou, L-E-W, Man, Dingo, and then Rock. That's where you can find Chris on Twitter. And we're recording on Wednesday evening, March 4th. And Chris, how are you on this fine Wednesday evening? I'm doing well. Uh, I always wish, I want to think of like a fun catchphrase, you know, like Jim Nance. Like I want to say hello, friends, every time, every episode. But um, nothing's coming to me. There's no creative juices whatsoever on something I could say to sign on. (laughs) But uh, I feel like it's all been done. So. Well, you're an analytical guy. You like to take these bets on analytically and get the value. So if you had some creative ideas, I'd be worried that maybe some of your bets don't follow the same principles that you're telling all of our listeners to follow. So uh, maybe that's maybe that's for the best. Yeah, I am. Uh, again, yeah, that's right. I'm very honest. There, there you go. The blunt truth, baby. And if my voice is a little bit scratchy, uh, it's because it is. I was traveling this last week, and uh, I'm very hopeful it's a common cold or just exhaustion <laughs> or, or some sort of normal – uh, you know, classic sickness and not the coronavirus, which is spreading very rapidly. So uh, if you're out there, public service announcement, wash your hands, wash them as many times as you can. You're supposed to sing happy birthday. That's the duration of time you're supposed to wash your hands for hot water. Wash them as many times as you can. Don't touch your face. Uh, this is serious, guys. We want to make sure that everyone out there, uh, as they're listening, takes this very seriously. It's spreading like wildfire. Uh, in the United States and, and worldwide. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Again, this is Believe in Betting LA, episode 36. We're going to talk about the Los Angeles-based basketball teams. That includes the NBA's Lakers and Clippers. are both playing good ball right now. Clippers are on fire. And both the Bruins and Trojans, they're facing off uh, in Los Angeles. They play each other this Saturday, which should be a very important game for both teams. We'll also talk about the Los Angeles defenders coming off of their third loss of the season. They now sit at one and three in the season. They were taken down by the Guardians of New York. We talked about Matt McGloin potentially sticking up the joint. Guess what? He was ruled inactive the day before the game and Luis Perez, the teach-it-yourself quarterback. Uh, he actually taught himself to play the position on YouTube. A great story. If you're not familiar with him, go check that out. Uh, he led the Guardians of New York to victory in the, in the defenders. Now sit at one in three in desperate times and only an eight-game regular season. Uh, they do not have a lot of room to, to make sure they, do, they get into the playoffs. They have to basically win out at this point or, or at, at, at worst lose one more game. So, Believe Podcast Network, there, as we always mention, are a – a surplus of terrific and informative podcasts from team-specific podcasts to sports betting podcasts like ourselves to the draft podcast. Tony Pauline does an amazing job this time of year and with the combine in the rear view mirror. That, that podcast is a great one to listen to right now. And there's a lot of great entertainment ones out there as well. So there's something for everyone. If you don't like football, tell your friends to go on to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com to find out what they can listen to on the Believe Podcast Network. And you can find the Believe Podcast Network on Twitter – at Believe Podcast. Again, my Twitter handle is smaxwell 713 Chris is this Lou Mandingo Rock. Stag Capital, who Chris is a member of, is at Stag Cap. 
And you can find this podcast and all of the other great podcasts uh, anywhere you choose to get your podcast from. That includes, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. Now, looking back to last week, Chris, you called it. The USC Trojans win back-to-back games. That's a victory for you. You also had the Guardians winning outright. I think you had them at Moneyline, and you had the under. So that's another 2-0 for you there. You had a hot week. I actually thought the defenders were going to cover a seven-point spread. They did not. Obviously, we were uh, you know, betting on and not really knowing who the quarterback was going to be of their opponent. But just a, a quick little victory lap for you there. You're, you're, you're back on the winning ways here. It's not just football, but you know what to do. Yeah, uh, well, it's, you know, it's the Matt McGloin complex. I, I'd like to say, you know, I just kept it simple. You look at Matt McGloin, you see Matt McGloin, you know how bad Matt McGloin is, and I feel like this has turned into a We Hate Matt McGloin podcast, but it is what it is. Uh, betting tip for anybody out there, any XFL game, just check. Matt McGloin is suiting up, bet the other way. It's all you got to do, free money. I mean, at this point, is Matt McGloin ever going to ship for any team ever again? <laughs> Probably, I would hope not. not. just us I, hating I, on them. It's I, the coaches of, the, yeah. of these various football leagues that are. Yeah, well, it surprised me he's even in the XFL. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You can thank Allen Robinson again for yeah, one absolutely sensational year uh, in which he caught a lot of great balls from Matt McGloin and made him look really, really good. Sometimes it's, it's really that simple. Uh, so anyways, a great, a great week for Chris. And if you didn't trust his prowess as an advisor at college, uh, not just college football advisor, a overall sports betting advisor, uh, you really should as of now. I try my best as well. I think I'm pretty good. Uh, but but Chris, is, Chris has a system that, that works very well for him and has worked for many, many years uh, with his friends at Stag Capital. Let's move on. Let's talk about the association where the Clippers are killing it. They are, I believe, on a five-game winning streak. Now that they're finally healthy, Chris, they look like they are the team to beat not just in the Western Conference, but in the NBA as a whole. This is a team that can take Kawhi Leonard off the court, still put out a very productive lineup led by Paul George, all-star Paul George, who is just now suddenly getting healthy. And I sent you a tweet earlier, or I think it was yesterday, that the Clippers, when they are healthy, are – let me see if I can find this exact set so I don't butcher this. They are now 9-0 and straight up, 7-2 and against the spread, with an average margin of victory, Chris, of over 13 points a game when fully healthy – uh, that is very scary. There's no guarantee they stay healthy, but we're only a month away from the playoffs, and this team is peaking at the right time. What do you think about that? I think I, uh, I think that's right. I, I think alluded to it a little bit uh, about that last week and health and those guys needing to play, and I think you're seeing that. I think they're playing together. I think they should continue to do so. I think Kawhi will still probably take some time off, but the rest of those guys need to play. I don't want to see any rest for, for Paul George. You know, Get out there and, and get your reps in, buddy. Uh, I also saw that DraftKings in New Jersey took like a uh, 950 or a million dollar bet. I saw a 976K yeah. bet to win the Western Conference, right? Yeah, to win the Western Conference. So that's one of those things. If you see, I'm not a big, not a big futures guy here, uh, myself personally, or stay cap. But if you see a slide, like if the Lakers lose, you know, three of their next four, and the Clippers continue to reel off these wins. Check those odds. You might be getting a really, really great price. If the Lakers are only like two games up or something like that um, in the next couple weeks, I think you could probably get the Lakers to win the um, win the Western Conference uh, at a pretty good price. So keep an eye on that. It's not that I'm a believer in the Clippers. I, I am for sure. Yeah. I think they're they're on fire. I think they're legit, and I think they're they're going to give the Lakers a run for the money. I just don't think they're going to. It's not. I don't think they care about the one seed. I don't think that's a Doc Rivers thing. I don't think that's a Kawhi thing. Uh, I yeah. think they want to they want to get the reps in. They want to get the rest. I think this is much more important for LeBron and Co to get that one seed. So 
Uh, keep well, let's an be eye honest. Out. If they do get home home court advantage over the Lakers, I mean those games, those Clipper games, yeah, that Clipper there, games, are, 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 they're actually going to be Laker home games. So does it really matter if they have home court against really any team except for? I mean, it does matter for everyone except for the Lakers, but in the series, that's going to matter most unless they do get to the finals. Uh, it really won't matter. They're going to be sleeping in their own beds. All the advantages of home court advantage they will have, and the the on court advantages, the crowd advantage, they they won't have. So. As you mentioned, I don't think they really care about that because it, it really doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, and it won't matter until they get to the NBA Finals. But uh, just to kind of put a poll somewhere we're at right now, I looked at the, the title odds for the NBA Championship as of today. And this is according to VegasInsider.com. The Bucks are plus 225. Both the Lakers and Clippers are plus 275. And you got to go all the way down to the Rockets at 14 to 1. Celtics at 18 to 1. Nuggets at 20 to 1. And the defending champion Raptors are 30 to 1. So there is a mammoth gap between these top three. Uh, and the rest of these NBA teams. So uh, whatever value you could have gotten on the Clippers a week or two ago before they got healthy is completely gone. They have the exact same odds as the Lakers right now. So uh, it's good advice to kind of keep an eye on those things because if one of these two teams kind of start to stumble, they could be very valuable. Or if both these teams continue surging and you can get some good value on the Bucks, I think that is something you should absolutely take seriously as well. Uh, But any of these other teams, I don't think there's enough value there. And and as you mentioned, Stack Capital does not like tying their – Long-term money up into features, uh, even if it's only a couple months. So, Clippers, they play tomorrow, Chris. They're taking on the Houston Rockets, one of those aforementioned teams that actually uh, is listed uh, with the title chances there at 14-1. to 1. Uh, The Rockets are very talented, as we all know, and this spread reflects that. This is going to be in Houston. You can actually get the Clippers as a one-point road underdog tomorrow evening, 5 p.m. tip-off from Houston, Texas. The total on this one's 237 do you have a pick on this one? And if so, what is it? Uh, I do. So I like the Clippers. I found Clippers money line at minus 105. Uh, don't think the point is going to matter tremendously. The Rockets have been playing really well and been tremendously underestimated. Uh, the Harden-Westbrook thing has actually worked pretty well, even if Russell Westbrook appears to be completely insane, uh, yelling and screaming. He reminds me of uh, Steve Smith, the original Carolina Steve Smith. Uh, who would say yourself. Yeah, myself, uh, yelling at people and uh, and just going crazy, uh, completely out of his mind. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I would take the Clippers money line. I see it at minus 105 right now. I think that's a pretty good price. Uh, so if you're a Clippers believer, jump on it. I also was looking around. Harden double-double at plus 130. I think that should probably be like plus 140. But if you're going to check that before game time and you see a Harden double-double for like plus 140, plus 145, I would jump on it. Uh, the automatic, obviously. And then <laughs> you just need you just need him to get some assists or, or get some rebounds. Um, yeah. And that's just – you're just getting a really good price. And I think this is a game where that's going to be undervalued because they're just going to assume that – Kawhi or Beverly or Morris or somebody's going to really give Harden a tough time. Um, but the guy will score over 10 points without even trying. And, you know, if he wants to take a backseat and distribute, all of a sudden you've got really good value because he goes into halftime with 16 points and 11 assists because he's just not shooting as much. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's good. And, and you could probably say the same about Russell Westbrook. I don't know if the odds are, are the same. But both those guys are firstly locks to get double-doubles every single night because they can do it in multiple ways. They can score points. Three bounds, they can score points with assists, uh, and those things tend to happen for both those players. They're such high-volume players. They play so many minutes, uh, and the usage for both those players are absolutely off the charts. Okay, I also like the Clippers here at plus one. This is a rare opportunity to get them uh, as an underdog, and as we've mentioned, they are 
uh, undefeated with their full allotment of players, and they are seven and two against the spread here. Getting, you know, this is a tough game, obviously going on the road to play the Rockets. They did win yesterday in Oklahoma City, so they had today off. Uh, they're playing great basketball. I'm also going to take the over here. This Clipper team is is a great defensive team. They're capable of winning games multiple ways. However, we do know the Rockets are going to score points. The Clippers two games ago scored 136 against the Sixers. Scored 132 two games before that against the Nuggets. Both of us took the over in that game. So the Clippers bring down totals artificially because they are such a good defensive team, but they can score, uh, and we know the Rockets are going to score. So I like the Clippers here both, both plus one, and I also like the over the total of 237. So that's it about the Clippers. Let's talk very briefly here, Chris, about the Los Angeles Lakers. They don't play until Friday, and that's going to be uh, a matchup of two of the behemoths in today's and modern NBA, of course, LeBron James, who's probably going to be uh, the, the runner-up to this year's NBA MVP frontrunner, and that is Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's having a historic season. The Milwaukee Bucks are still on pace to potentially break the Golden State Warriors' all-time record of 73 wins. We'll see if they can continue their scintillating pace, but that is going to be a tremendous game. That's a stable center Friday evening, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. The Lakers are coming off of a, a, a nice win against the 76ers yesterday or on Tuesday evening, 120 to 107. Uh, they did lose, or sorry, they did. They, they also beat the Pelicans uh, last Sunday since we last spoke. So Lakers are playing well. They're not as hot, certainly, as the Clippers, but still got to respect them. They're playing good basketball. What are your thoughts for that game on Friday? That, that's a potential uh, preview of the NBA Finals. Yeah, I I have a tough time sometimes. Uh, you know, ESPN especially will pump up these games, and TNT will pump up these games like they're, you know, some Titanic matchup that the game actually matters. Um, NBA plays too many games. But you're saying a regular season game in March doesn't matter? Doesn't matter, yeah. I'm saying the NBA plays, yeah. If they played 15 less games, this might actually be a big deal, but it's not. Uh, I do think uh, Giannis is going to uh, want to make a statement. I think this is this is where the national media tunes in and the voters tune in and they see what he does. And I think this is his opportunity to just put the nail in the coffin in the MVP. Um, LeBron has been otherworldly. Giannis has been basically God. He's been uh, outstanding. He's unstoppable. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a lot as far as a preview of the potential finals because if the Lakers do have an idea on how they want to defend him, they're not going to mm-hmm. trot it out for this game. Right. Um, right. They're, ju- well they're just gonna, yeah, they're just going to let him play. I do like, without seeing any lines, uh, again, price shop, don't overpay for these things. I like LeBron over assists, and I like Giannis points, rebounds, assists, whatever that is. It's probably going to be really high. It'll be like 50 but if the price is right, if you're getting plus odds or like minus 105 on that over for points, rebounds, assists for uh, the Greek freak there, uh, I think you can get a good price because I think he's going to want to – he's really going to want to do it. And the numbers it's probably – showtime, baby. For both, yeah. for both these players, it is showtime. Uh, I think Jonas is going to want to go out there knowing it's going to be a, a heavy viewership. He, like you said, he's going to want to absolutely clinch that. Let's not beg Jonas to put the nail in any coffin because he will do so with such veracity that he will never be able to get that, that – that nail ever out of the coffin. So uh, let's just go out and enjoy that one. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, okay, let's transition over to college basketball, where a huge impending matchup is this weekend. The UCLA Bruins and the USC Trojans, they're playing Saturday at 12-15. The SC Trojans, you called it, Chris. They have won back-to-back games since basically being buried. They beat Arizona last Thursday, 57-48, and then they beat Arizona State. Both these games are at home. That was a 10-point victory, 71-61. to So they are right there on the cusp, on the bubble. If they can get a nice win against UCLA and then even one win in the Pac-12 tournament next weekend in Las Vegas, I think they will be absolutely in the tournament. 
This is a huge game. It's not until Saturday again. We're recording this Wednesday evening, so we don't have a line yet. What are your thoughts, though? This is a really important game. <clears throat> We've discussed that UCLA has been super hot uh, since that middle point of the season when they kind of started to figure out new head coach Mick Cronin's system. What are your thoughts on this one? What do you think the spread is going to be and, and how you want to bet this game? That's, I was actually thinking that same thing. It's like, what exactly is the spread going to be on this? Uh, there's not really travel involved, right? Although, it's funny. I wonder if USC and UCLA can get to, like, Tucson or Tempe faster than they can get to each other because of traffic <laughs> in L.A. Is it actually a quicker flight going to Arizona? But I digress. Um, the way I'm going to bet it, if, if I had to bet it right now kind of blind, if UCLA is getting points, and I'm thinking the spread is going to be, like, three three and a half ucla like minus three three and a half something like that uh you'll know better than i but if for some reason it's closer than that because usc is has looked really great these past couple games uh-huh. i would take i would take ucla in a heartbeat uh i am still a believer in sc i think they're there but i think ucla is the is the superior team i think they're mm-hmm. i think they're in a groove um and i think this is one that they're going to take especially because it's basically a home game they're not going to be tired they're not going to be out of their element or anything yeah. like that um, yeah. I could also see if the and the price just price shop this. If the over has a good price, take the over. If the under has a good price, take the under. And you can basically tell if it's a good price or not <laughs> no by, by whichever one, whichever one has better odds. So mm-hmm. whichever one is mm-hmm. minus one oh five, you know, grab grab just, just snag it. Just let the yeah. public decide for you. That's exactly this right. This comes up the Cable Center uh, Saturday again, twelve fifteen p.m. Speaking of UCLA being <laughs> in a groove, they've won seven straight games, one of the highest winning streaks in the country. Their last loss came on the road in the desert at Tempe. They faced the Sun Devils. That was way back February sixth, so a long time ago, or a full calendar month past that point. So UCLA playing excellent ball. That's going to be a really exciting game. And really, it's fun to have a really meaningful uh, crosstown game or crosstown rivalry yep. game. Yep. So that should be a lot of fun. Again, that is Saturday at 12.15 p.m. Pacific time. Let's transition over to the gridiron, where, unfortunately, the Wildcats drops their fourth game of the season. They're now 1-3 and three after a great win at home against the D.C. Defenders. The previous week, they went on the road west to east. And they lost 17-14 to the New York Guardians. As we mentioned at the top of the show, Matt McCoy did not start for the Guardians. And so that gave the Guardians a nice little boost. And this offense for the Wildcats was not able to get going. Only 14 total points. This week, though, they face uh, really the dog, uh, the, the doormat of the, of the league, essentially, the Tampa Bay Vipers. And they should absolutely smoke this team. But they're only a two-point favorite, which essentially means they're a pick em yep. on a neutral field. This one is Sunday, primetime game, 6 p.m. kickoff from... Dignity, health, sports, park. And again, if you're going to any of these sporting events, I urge you to show caution, to wash your hands, to not sneeze on other people, to not cough on other people. Be a good, decent human being out there. Again, though, this is Vipers at Wildcats, 6 p.m. on Sunday evening. We got the spread here as the Wildcats are minus two, and the default total from pretty much every XFL game is 40. Obviously, the Wildcats did not go over last week. You picked the under. What are your thoughts on this one? Vipers at Wildcats. I don't want to profit off of people's suffering, but this is a real opportunity for Dignity Health Sports Financial Park Field to make a health statement of some sort. There's got to be an, yeah, yeah, there's, there's got to be an angle here, especially with the news that you know people are are coming down with uh, the virus around the Los Angeles area. Get the marketing folks on this. This is an opportunity that you can't let can't let pass. Please, please, please have some something. dignity. Yeah. Show some health. Yes, yeah. sports park. That's right. Um, <laughs> All right, we so, have some really good ideas. Yeah, so I think uh, I think the public thinks 
both these teams stink. Uh, but I actually don't think the Wildcats stink. I think their quarterback was hurt in the first game. I think they traveled across the country and were hoping to play Matt McGloin and didn't get to. Uh, I like the Wildcats quite a bit at minus two, and I don't mind paying the price at minus 110 for it right now. Yeah. Uh, I think you should probably bet it if you like it kind of right now because I feel like it's going to creep because the Vipers are a little bit of the doormat of the XFL. Um, I'm also, you know, you and I were talking about over-unders in the XFL, and it seems like they just default to 40 if they don't really know what they're doing. Um, this is one I would price shop. I would kind of wait right before kickoff. And if you can get like minus 102 or minus 103, minus 104 or plus odds, God, that would be amazing. If you could get like even money on the over, I would jump all over that because this is just one of those games where those Vipers and those Wildcats, they're really going to show up because this is, this is kind of it for it for both of those teams. They gotta, they gotta do something. I mean, it's, it's essentially a, a do or die game, certainly for the Wildcats and for the Vipers, you have to feel uh, it's very much the same thing for them. So it, it, it's a, a really interesting game. Uh, this is the opposite of going west to east. This is for the Vipers. They're going east to west. This is a primetime game. It doesn't quite work the same way as early games. But this is a late game. This is a 9 p.m. kickoff Eastern. So the Vipers, you know, their body clocks are not quite used to playing deep into the night. It's, again, not as much to worry about as when a team plays early as the Wildcats did last week. But uh, it's something to consider, certainly. So for the for the Wildcats, you know, this is a, a do-or-die game. They're 1-3 again. This is only an eight-game regular season. You cannot make the playoffs uh, with more than four losses, certainly. We can know that for, for a fact, uh, and probably not even three. So the Wildcats are, are going to have to win out or, or, or at, at worst, go 3-1 and one over the remaining course of this season. I also like the Wildcats here uh, quite a bit. I like them a lot at minus two. It's essentially a pick them. Let's not forget here, guys, it's not the same as the NFL. There are one-point conversions. There are two-point conversions. There are three-point conversions. So, you know, that two-point, that three-point, you see a lot of those hooks in college and, and NFL football where it's more traditional, where it's just a, you know, single-point, extra-point, or going for two, which very, too, very few, few teams do. Uh, this essentially means it, it's more like you're getting Wildcats money line here, more or less, not necessarily, but uh, I love this here. Take the Wildcats with confidence, minus two. If I had to take a total, I'm taking the under here. I don't think either of these two teams are going to light up the scoreboard. However, I'm going to stay away from that one here. I still think it's very, very low. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Wildcats very confidently here. That's a consensus on the Believe in Betting LA podcast I have for full transparency. Taking the Wildcats every single game this season <laughs> so far. They've only covered once. Uh, I think this is the week that they turn around. And they have a very, very impressive showing. And they've been good at home, too. Their, you know, their one win, obviously, was at home. And they dominated the defenders 39-9. to All right, well... We are approaching March Madness very quickly here, Chris. We are less than two weeks away from Selection Sunday. A huge Bruin Trojan showdown this Saturday. Wildcats do or die. Lakers and Clippers, both with big games in the next two days. Any final thoughts here? Episode 36 of Believe in Betting LA. This is it. This is the, this is the fun time. I, I really like conference tournaments, especially for betting. Um, you get people who haven't really been paying attention and you get teams over bet you know one of those teams would be like people are going to be putting money down on north carolina in the in the conference tournament even though north mm -hmm. carolina is is just awful this year and you will just tend to get really good prices betting against them yeah. uh watch watch out for things like that uh because you can really get you some good value on people that haven't paid attention march madness is coming up they decide they want to pay attention oh look north carolina's playing north carolina state like yeah i'm going to take north carolina i can't believe they're getting two points or something like that um, those are your opportunities. Take advantage of that. Take advantage of the public swaying the lines for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And don't forget that, you know, sometimes during these conference tournaments, crazy things happen. Sometimes the best teams aren't interested and they go out very early. Sometimes the worst teams are very interested and they go deep into these conference tournaments. So there's a lot to consider, more than just who is the better team over the next 10 days or so of college basketball. All right. Well, that was a fun episode, Chris. Episode 36 again. And just again, for full transparency, this was Wednesday, March 4th. We record this. So whenever you're listening to this, keep that in mind. For the Bleed Podcast Network, for that capital, for Chris Lewert, I'm Sam Maxwell. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.